Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only, and not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagon Halls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagon Hall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money, focus on your life. Money don't matter or the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you got. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm so glad you stopped by. It is our final show of this season, and we are going to finish it with a smash. Bang, crash, boom, like, and whatever other cool sounds. What about pocket audience? Where's the applause? No, that's an explosion. That's not an audience. Uh... That is generated from our super producer and country music sensation, uh, Jeremy Shane Murphy. Super producer is correct yes. because I have a cape. Yes. You're also a super crooner, too. Don't tell anybody that. Well, I just did. I just did because in addition to being a country music sensation, you can uh, you can do Dino like I've never seen. Holy smokes. Oh, now, come on. It's all karaoke. Yeah. It's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye. So for our final key in our Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, we have become a voracious reader today. Jeremy Shane will be entertaining you for moolah word of the day with fun facts from the Treasury. And minutes on your money, he's got Walmart and Made in America. Can they coexist? Also, our trivia question from last week's show, which is Practicing the Three R's, and our guest is real estate super mogul turned super like cool dude, and we'll talk about that in our interview. But first, we have some fabulous stuff to talk about. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time and reducing stress, using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Yes. You know, it's time for our trivia question. And Good. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's bittersweet when you get to the end of the keys because you think about how hard people have worked to get here. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Brain-based financial literacy is not like just going to some money management course from Susie or Dave. You know, these people have made fundamental changes in their lives. But it might be from Tom and Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Then they really needed us. Or Bert and Ernie. Yeah. More so. Just saying. 
Weren't they of questionable sexual orientation? Wasn't I that think like- that's just a question that people like to ask because back in the day, it was perfectly okay to act a certain way and nobody even thought about it. Until two, three decades later, people look at it and said, wait a minute. Well, it's like, don't you have roommates when you go to college? Uh, yeah. They were just roommates, right? Of course. Like, I didn't think anything of it at the time. Of course. Uh, but that's not our trivia question. Our trivia question is based on last week's show, so regular listeners, guess what? You have an edge on the competition. Insiders members ace you all out, though, because they are automatically entered into our weekly giveaways. But if you are not a member and would like to compete for fabulous money management tools, uh, that would be for free. Uh, that um, Where are those funny noises coming from? Can you hear that? I think it's my eyeglasses. I don't What's know. That? I can't Can hear them. It's the voices in my head doing it again. Again. Oh. Uh, so if you would like to compete for fabulous prizes, all you have to do is answer this week's trivia question. Uh, and so hopefully the voices in your head will tell you what the correct answer is. Uh, this is uh, so. This week's trivia question is. Dun dun dun. Uh, what three items do you need? Before you perform the review phase of the review, revise, and recommit key, what three items do you need to perform the review phase of the review, revise, and recommit key? Uh, that is uh, Denaro, our prosperity poochie stretching, by the way, if that's what you're hearing. Yes, I hear him. Yes. Um, so he's uh, he's blessing you with good luck so you can win the trivia question. And you can do it one of three ways. You know how that is? He's also blessing me with snot coming out of his nose. I know. Well, that's the, that's the price you pay for having a wrinkled dog. And wearing shorts. <laughs> yes. So just deal with it. Just think, though, you know, it's you're not going to be wearing shorts much longer. So, you know, uh, fall is upon us. Uh, so we're, uh, we're almost out of shorts. So it won't hit you any longer. Just your pants will look crappy. So if you want to win this week's trivia question, which is the three items do you need before you perform your review phase, you can call in at 866-966-9420. That's 1-866-966-9420. Or you can hop in the chat room. I'm live. Hi, I'm here. Come visit. And you can also email in to in if you are listening from a podcast or downloading it from our website because, yes, you don't have to listen live to win on this show because we're so cool. Yeah. And we have so much yeah. We're the pocket audience. Don't worry about them right now. I'm worried about them. They, they've missed, like, what, the last four shows? I don't know. If they expect union wages, they need to be here. Yeah. Because you know how I feel about unions. So, anyway, good luck with your key, with your uh, trivia question, I mean. Moving right along now. That would mean it's your turn. How about uh, Walmart? Yeah, how about them Walmarts? I Walmart's love Walmart. pretty famous for using people from other countries to make their stuff, right? Like that's what they do. That's what well, I've heard. Well, you know, people. all I know is they're famous for their low prices. Well, there is a reason why there's low prices because they go other places to get their products made or purchase them, and then they bring them back and they sell them for low prices, which is kind of like a big circle because everybody wants cheap things, but they want to complain that they're going somewhere else to find it. So Walmart has an answer for this. Let's start making things in America. <gasps> what? Yep. Bite your tongue. 
So they had like a two-day conference a little while back, and uh, they want to start actually making things here. And so that's their way of helping to try and spark the economy, I guess you will, if you will. Um, they're talking with uh, some of the government to try and make it so that there's some sort of a tax break or something they can work out where it's actually feasible for them to be able to afford making things in the United States, but also still able to keep their prices low. Do you know that I think it is pathetic that an organization that wants to build something in America has to go to the federal government to ask for an incentive because it costs too much to build crap in America? Right. It does cost a lot. But I do think it's actually, if you, if you look at the other side of the coin, it's actually kind of cool that they are big enough that they actually can go to the federal government and say, we need some help here. Right. But again, if like... But you see, here's here's one. The reason why I picked this article is not just because, you know, they might create jobs here. They might make things. They might help spark the economy. But ask this. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. I'm when gonna... did America... Granted, we've always been pretty awesome, but when did America truly become the America that we know and become a world power? During the Industrial Age. That was right, during the Industrial Revolution. And so therefore, when we were creating things and we were making things, that is when America became America. Now, if you look back on the history, when did America start losing I wouldn't say it's stronghold, but when did it start losing control? When did it start when did we start having some problems? Uh when we became managers of these products and we started shipping things overseas to save money. They started causing a lot of problems. So if there's a way we can bring some of that back and we start depending on ourselves, is there not a possibility that we'll get back on our feet a little bit quicker? No. And why do you feel that? I'm going to disagree with you on this point, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. And that is because while at the time I believed the unions served a purpose. I'm not talking about unions. And, well, ah, my turn. <laughs> unions served a purpose. They created better working conditions and better wages and benefits for the American worker that built this country, okay, I think the tide turned when unions overstepped their bounds because now what happened is the unions in their almighty importance and, you know, uh, uh, power corrupts or, or, or power corrupts an absolute power corrupts absolutely. So, uh, and, and not that I think that, but uh, fully, but when you get too much power and the unions became too powerful where they could stop industries, paralyze or obliterate an industry with a strike. Like with Hostess. But yeah, with, with, with a strike that we somehow said... And 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 this is like if you could see my fingers, I've got, 
you know, my two hands, my my in, my fingers are resting against my other fingers, and my 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 hands are facing each other. And when we kind of turned the tide, if you will, now I'm rotating my fingers to where my palms are together and my fingers like praying kind of thing. Um, when we rotated that balance of power and, and let the individual feel like they were the entrepreneur, that was the problem. And I think that's what sent jobs overseas because we gave individual workers too much strength we told them that we created super egos we said that that they were working too hard for not enough money and so they demanded more money and less work and so as soon as you start getting that entitlement mentality going and it's not a performance based pay kind of thing that you know uh you are what you're worth or your contribution and if you don't like what you're earning, you go get a different job or you work your way up. I, what, I think that was what caused jobs to go overseas. And that's why I don't believe that Walmart's going to be successful at this. Well, could, but there's a lot of places where there are not unions and unions are starting to lose their foothold nowadays. And my argument was not that the, art, that the unions caused jobs to go somewhere else. My argument was simply the fact that jobs went somewhere else. Not right. the cause. But, but the question you asked was, don't, do I think that, that this will be good for us? And I think that bringing the jobs back. Yes, but who's going to work them? There's a lot of people here that will work those jobs, especially if they can afford to I would pay like to think that, being the something. optimist that I am. But and if they I can get have, some sort of a tax break or something for that. I have a little bit of faith because I, I'd like to think that Americans are strong and that we can find a way to do it. Yes, but why would I go work at your job building because this? Because I'm awesome. Okay, well, awesomeness aside, awesomeness doesn't feed my family, and I can get more on welfare and an entitlement program for the government than I can working for you. So, again, like, while I think you're cool, uh, i got to feed my family, and so I can't hang out with you today. Well, here's one paragraph in that article, just a not that it really has anything to do with much, but it does say that a West Virginia governor, Earl Ray Tomlin, who's a Democrat, uh, said his state is also looking to lower the cost of doing business, including reducers, including reducing employers' costs for workers' compensation by about 60%. So if you can lower the cost of doing certain things, then surely you could help to bring some jobs back and stimulate, stimulate the economy, right? But, you see, it's not just with Walmart. Making them available and having them be filled are two different things. You're asking people to change their mindset, which, of course, because of this radio show, I believe they have a capacity to do. But if you don't educate them and and you don't get them out of that entitlement mentality, how are you going to get them to go to work, to build stuff? I have to believe that there are plenty of people who would love to have a job. And that's that's awesome. I'm great that you have a different idea than what I have. That's why we are two different people when we're on this show, right? Yes. I would believe that there are people who would be happy to work there. I'm not trying to say who they are or where they come from or anything like that, but there are people who will take those jobs and it will help America. One thing that they said in here that they wanted to do is try to raise uh, the minimum wage for yes, people. But we all know that that doesn't work. That that's another failed no, program. You're correct. That will not work. And the reason why I brought it up is because it is in this article, actually. Okay. Um, that will not work. Raising minimum wage will not work because all that does is cause, is cause the company to pass 
the cost of doing business onto the consumer. Yeah, and so Walmart being known for low prices isn't going to work. So that is not going to work. So either they want to be known for being made in America and we go pay more over there or we go uh, – The bottom line is they find a way to make things in America for not a whole lot more than what they're being made for right now somewhere else. Let's figure I it like out. the idea in theory. I do believe implementation of that is going to be extremely difficult. But I believe we need and to And I'm find not a way. sure that I quite understood you that you said a Democrat wanted to lower the cost. Of yeah, I know. Business. Isn't that weird? Like I had to check to see if I was drinking, if there was something funny in my glass or something, because I was like, what? That's all good, though. Yeah. Well, that's an amazing uh, article, and uh, I'm so glad I got to argue with you and disagree because – I love spirited debate. We need to like flip a coin and maybe like pick who uh, who plays what side. Yeah, like yeah. I heard that somewhere earlier today. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> because you had it, is that why? Or you did, or one of us did. Uh, well, I wanted the debate, and you wanted to flip a coin for it to make it exciting. So I think we should do that next show, uh, and it'll be a brand new season, so it could be like a whole new thing for the whole new season. Up next, Ray Higdon. We have become a voracious reader for this week's key. And our moolah word of the day, Jeremy Shane, Heather Wagon Halls, Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned for more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Like, has your cell phone or iPod ever totally run out of battery before? Maybe you're somewhere without power, like fishing, camping, or the beach. Now you can have all the power you need. The K3 Charger by Kinesis Industries uses wind and sun to charge your devices anytime, day or night. Use the wind and sun to store up charging power or charge your device right on the spot. Available now for $99.95 at www.kinesisindustries.com. That's Kinesis. K-I-N-E-S-I-S Industries.com Like, go there, totally! Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, roll up the windows. I'm going to turn on the radio. This stuff sucks. Change it. Yeah, it does. 
1.5. There's got to be something decent on here somewhere. You're listening to Jeremy Shannon, 102.5. Hey, how's that? There you go. No, never mind. I don't like that one. Jeez, is that the only guy on the radio? Who is that? <laughs> That's Jeremy Shane. He's everywhere nowadays. Ooh, I like this one. Do you? Yeah, leave it there. Watch for the cover project by Jeremy Shane at jeremyshane.com. This is how it's gonna go. I'm leaving, leaving today. Nothing you can do. Nothing left to say. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, and you are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I also have country music sensation, a Jeremy Shane Murphy in the house. Howdy, y'all. Um, you didn't have to sound like that. Just sure did. Okay. Well, uh, would you like to share with us your moolah word of the day? I have not moolah word of the day, but I just thought I'd bring out some uh, interesting, fun facts. Moolah facts? About money, just things about the money itself, not how it works or anything. Okay. This is actually from the Federal Reserve. Did Ooh, you know, that fabulous institution that it is. Yes. Did you know that it costs approximately 6.4 cents per note to produce U.S. currency? In any denomination, so any like denomination. it's six That's cents for a one as it ink. is for a one hundred. Right, because it's just ink and paper. Also, did you know that about forty-five percent of the notes printed each year are one-dollar bills, and that ninety-five percent of those are used as replacement notes? I bet strip clubs like that uh, one-dollar. They're deal. always gone. Yeah, they're just replacing them, and. It takes about 4,000 double folds. In other words, you fold it forward, you fold it backward, you fold it forward, you fold it backward. And that's what it requires before a note will actually tear. Isn't there fabric? Fa- yeah, it's like cotton. Fabric. Did you know that? Well, I knew it was something. Just letting you know. And the approximate weight of a bill is one gram. And since there are 454 grams in one pound, there are 454 notes in one pound. So that means I would like my 454 notes in $100 increment. That's fine with me too. <laughs> so if you're going to that's why when you see in the movies when they're actually just weighing the money. Yeah. Because they know how many notes there are in you know say a pound. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. like instead of having to actually sort it or count it, you mean? Yeah, because they can actually just weigh it and know how much is there. But what happens if it gets torn that makes it lighter? No, but what makes it heavier is all the dirt and grime and all the... Cooties. Did you know that, like, didn't they say that there's, like, cocaine residue or I had a $100 bill. Oh, my God. Like, I was just so, like, thinking that same exact thing when you said that. So that adds weight to it, I would imagine. Dirt, grime, fingerprints, all that. I don't know. Cooties. Probably makes up for the tears and rips. Cooties. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's kind of cool. You know, I would like to acknowledge something that I didn't in the past segment because the more I've been thinking about it, you made a comment Oh, no. I made a comment. This is a good comment. This is a good, like, this is recognition, not, I'm not chastising or berating you. trying to tell you something good about something you did. Tell me about myself. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me, should should I tell you about how fabulous I think you are? Sure. 
So what I'm saying is you made a mention in the last segment when we were talking about and having a little debate about the Walmart thing is you made a mention that we are managers of resources now and we're not just like industrial producers anymore. Right, and I have a problem with that because at any one time, the people who are producing can choose not to produce for us. And then guess what? We can't manage that anymore. Yes, and that is what I think is such an astute um, assessment. Well, thank you. Thank I think you very that much. was very, very accurate and um, very insightful because I, I didn't really experience or be able I, – I didn't grasp it until I had a chance to think about it because I was so engaged in what I was thinking about my side of the fence when you started talking about this because I immediately became jaded and, oh, it's a brain-based financial literacy show. I got engaged. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so like my prefrontal cortex shut off and I forgot to share with you the wisdom and insight that you were bringing. I, I wanted to recognize that. And I, oh, uh, thank you. Thank you very that. much. Uh-huh. And that sounds like something so eerily familiar like Atlas Shrugging or something. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Because like the movie is going to be ready to film here in another month or so. Just saying. Uh, so that was... Awesome. I love like fun money facts. Uh, so we have a great guest today. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, because I think you're the one who picked him, actually. Uh, after losing it all in 2009 when the real estate market tanked, uh, Ray Higdon bounced back to write a back-to-back bestseller, uh, two Amazon number one best-selling books, and he has also shared the stage with author uh, Gary Vaynerchuk of Crush It. You know, he does the online, the Wine Library TV. Uh, Les Brown, whom I think is a brilliant writer and has transcended all kind of gender barriers and everything to create the success he has. Brendan Burchard and many others and has generated millions of dollars in commissions with his online marketing tools. He speaks all over the world teaching entrepreneurs how to get out of their own way and create a profitable presence. Did you say entrepreneurs? Did you I said, say? You said entrepreneurs. No, well, you always say that. Oh, my God, you conditioned me to start saying that. Dang it. Holy smokes. You always say that. And I always, like, try not to say that. But look at that. Repeated exposure. That's an entrepreneur. <laughs> All right. It's classic. Moving right along now. He, he does not make his money in dairy. As far as I know, it's not dairy. <laughs> but he's an entrepreneur. Don't shake your head at me. It was an accident. See what you did? Now you're snorting. Just move on. Oh my just god, it's all your fault. Okay. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to introduce him for goodness sake. So uh if you struggle from fear, procrastination, or the idea that it's too tough to make money in this economy, Ray will help you get out of that funk quickly and into action and more importantly, my favorite P word, profit. Yeah. So let's bring him on. Welcome to the broadcast, Ray. I'm excited to be here. 
Thanks so much for joining us. You know, I have so many friends in network marketing, and I'm actually deploying a financial literacy program for some network marketing organizations that are incorporating our brain-based financial literacy into network marketing. And I loved your Comeback King story. So can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you found network marketing and what happened to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, pleasure being being on here. Excited. Um, so yeah, I was uh, I was in uh, real estate here in the state of Florida. Uh, I live in Fort Myers, Florida, so mainly Lee and Collier County. So Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Naples, Estero, Bonita Springs, and you know that's I got started with that back in toward the middle of 2004, and. Uh, you know, we worked with a lot of investors. We worked with a lot of different people that, you know, were putting money into the real estate market. And it was uh, toward the end of 2008, toward the middle end of 2008, where uh, everything just kind of stopped. And we were putting out, we had also, me and a partner had bought some, uh, you know, rental properties just because, you know, it just looked like there was no end <laughs> for real estate. And uh, so we had some rental properties. We had a lot of advertising that was going out uh, to try to, you know, move rental properties and 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 help people buy and sell. And it all came to a screeching halt. And so, you know, when the construction market died down, uh, all the you know the rents in the area went down. A lot of people moved moved away, and uh, it got really tough. Um, you know, I remember from. You know, just feeling like I was sitting on top of the world to uh, just uh, really questioning my sanity, uh, questioning my self-worth. Um, I remember the day when, when I was having a um, barbecue at my house and um, a guy knocked at the door and handed my mom, which is, you know, it was just a terrible day, handed my mom my foreclosure paper. So it went from, uh, you know, riding, riding the wave to uh, being crushed by it. And so, yeah, I had to had to look for another source of income, and glad I found network marketing. That's a tough deal to have your mom say, "Uh, son, what's this? What a bummer about yeah, that!" Exactly. So, how exactly. did you yeah, find? It was, it was terrible. I'm sorry. You want to say that again? Oh, I, I was just saying. Yeah, it was it was terrible because I had kept it a secret from everyone. You know, because I, you know, I was. You know, I, did, I didn't want to bring shame. I didn't want to bring guilt or, you know, bring uh, stress to the people around me. So it was a, it was an unfortunate day for sure. That's always, you know, you never know how you're going to handle it. And you can always try to give people advice on, on what to do. And then it happens to you. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. And everything kind of goes out the window. How did you find exactly. network marketing? Well, you know, I actually, I had found, I don't know if I'd found it, but I had gotten involved in network marketing back in 2006. Um, I, I was I was focused on real estate, so I didn't really, I wouldn't say I took it seriously, um, so I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, you know, so I, I kind of dabbled with it, but nothing serious. Um, when I really found it, and decided to take it seriously was in July of 2009. I had had about a year of just just really depression. 
just questioning my self-worth of hoping that the real estate market would come back and, you know, it just wasn't. And so um, I actually found it, a buddy of mine, the old school way, he invited me over to his house. He said he had something that I had to take a look at. And when I looked at it, I said, you know what? This looks pretty cool, and I got nothing else going on. I'm going to run with this thing. And I didn't know what I was doing at first, but I learned. I cracked cracked away and chipped away at, at getting better and getting better, uh, started incorporating online marketing as well as traditional methods. And my life completely changed from that from that day forward. And you know, we're just very uh, very fortunate and very you know very grateful for the profession because it's just completely changed uh, me and my wife's lives. I watch so many people turn their lives completely around when it comes to the opportunities that network marketing has. And what I'm curious as with what we do with, you know, brain-based financial literacy, how um, some people can float along and they kind of do it as part-time. Some people get involved and they make a business out of it. And then some people break out and become incredible rock stars like yourself at the industry. And since you've been able to do that, what do you think it, it was for you that helped you to get there? You know, there, there's a couple things unique to the profession. Um, if you, you know, just getting involved with network marketing and being public about it and being bold about it, you are, okay, it's not a maybe, but you are going to take a little bit of a social step backward. You know, there's a lot of people that don't understand the profession, that may say it, that, you know, just just aren't educated about it, uh, about it being a viable business option. And so if you're used to being of the extreme, you know, socially acceptable, you know, level, uh, when you step into network marketing, if you're going to be serious about it and public about it, you're, you got to be willing to be okay with taking a, at least a temporary step back. Um, you know, me, um, I just decided to just laser focus and not treat it like a hobby, treat it like a million dollar business from day one. Um, I didn't care. You know, if someone, I, I was never, I, I was never rude. You know, it's kind of the opposite, right? I mean, most mm -hmm. network marketers are kind of cowling and, you know, pretty pleased and they're seeking acceptance and approval. Um, I never needed that because I knew where I was going. I was going to build a, you know, build a huge business in this company and, and build a huge brand. And I didn't care if you doubted me. It didn't bother me one bit. And so one thing that I would say to the people that I prospected, which a lot of them were in real estate or financial services or, you know, things like that, I would say, listen, I'm going to do this with or without you, but I'd love to do it with you. And so I was very bold in it. I let people know. I wore it on my chest. I didn't hide it. I didn't need acceptance or approval. And from there, um, was able to recruit a lot of people. So it almost seems like your approach played into your favor in like a reverse psychology sort of a way. Instead of saying, oh, please, please be in my downline, you're like, <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be rich with or without you, but I'd like it to be with you. Uh, yeah, actually, it, it, it really was. And, you know, I wouldn't – I was just very postured. And I tell people, if you treat this like a profession, you know what I mean? I mean, like I've recruited attorneys that 
beg people to, to look at their network marketing thing, but they would never do it for their, their law office. Why not? This is a profession. This is a professional business, so why not treat it like that? I agree with you completely. And when we return, I have a litany more questions about how you came up with the discipline and the intestinal fortitude to weather some of the criticisms that many people have. You are listening to Ray Higdon on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back with more coming up after this. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, roll up the windows. I'm going to turn on the radio. This stuff sucks. Change it. Yeah, it does. There's got to be something decent on here somewhere. You're listening to Jeremy Shane, 102.5. Hey, how's that? There you go. No, never mind. I don't like that one. Jeez, is that the only guy on the radio? Who is that? (laughs) That's Jeremy Shane. He's everywhere nowadays. Ooh, I like this one. Do you? Yeah, leave it there. Watch for the cover project by Jeremy Shane at jeremyshane.com. This is how it's gonna go. I'm leaving, leaving today. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing left to say. Like, has your cell phone or iPod ever totally run out of battery before? Maybe you're somewhere without power, like fishing, camping, or the beach. Now you can have all the power you need. The K3 Charger by Kinesis Industries uses wind and sun to charge your devices anytime, day or night. Use the wind and sun to store up charging power or charge your device right on the spot. Available now! For $99.95 at www.kinesisindustries.com. That's Kinesis, K-I-N-E-S-I-S, industries.com. Like, go there, totally. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as a person inside, they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your 
your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Welcome back to the broadcast, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am joined today by Ray Higdon. And I'm having an amazing discussion with you, Ray, because the psychology behind network marketing is just as important uh, for an individual as the actual opportunity to succeed with whatever product or service the organization is offering, wouldn't you agree? I, I would. I would say it's even more important. I, re- I really would. I mean, you you have to you have to um, you know obviously buy into your product and really like your product. But let me tell you, there's been some amazing products out there that because people liked lacked the training, they couldn't sign up for anyone. And so it's not. It's much much more about human communication and psychology than it is just having an amazing product. Mm -hmm. So if I'm somebody who is looking for something, I may or may not have gotten a college education. I may be in the same position to you for clothes, trying to figure out something else. This isn't working anymore, what I was doing. So if I want to find something that works, I'm going to have to change what I'm doing. And, um, so I'm exploring the opportunities with network marketing, but I'm not so sure I have the people skills. I, I, I want to, what would be my first step? Um, I mean, the first step is truly understanding that this is a people business. I think, I think sometimes people, they recognize that maybe they can't, they, they don't communicate with other people very well. And so Sometimes they'll take that, um, you know, weakness or they, they take that lack of training is really what it should be called, and they look for some kind of, you know, uh, quick fix. You know, they look for an Internet system that's going to funnel leads magically, you know, and they, and they go to those kind of things out of weakness. And at the end of the day, if you are going to become a, a big earner, if you're going to become a top earner or be that you know, amazing team leader on stage, you need to be able to communicate and, and care about people. And it's just so, so important. So there's, you know, there's, there's resources out there. I like, um, you know, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I read that um, about once every two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Bob Berg's Endless Referrals. That's another great one. But just what, how are you helping people how are you bringing value to the marketplace? Um, are you a giver? Are you someone that really cares about people and, and looks to genuinely help them out? Or are you just looking to make sales? And, you know, there's a big difference there. So you can absolutely learn how to treat people better. And it's it'll be the highest paying and the highest reward skill you can ever develop. I agree with you. And Bob Berg's been a guest on our show. That's great that you mentioned him. He's Oh yeah. He's, he's a he's, friend of mine. I've had him on uh I had him on a webinar. I've had him on a couple of calls. He's a great guy. He's wonderful and and just his whole line of thinking about the you know, the go giver and providing value is just mm-hmm. it's it's a great process for folks. Now 
we're talking people person, and you mentioned quick fix, and you mentioned internet. Can the internet play a factor in network marketing? Yeah, you know, it, absolutely, it can. It's you know, you you have to if you're you know in a network marketing company, or if you're you know evaluating one, you want to um, you know find out their policies and procedures because some some companies are definitely more restrictive than others. Um, being able to use the internet was definitely one of the criteria that I used when, when picking a company, um, just because it's, to me, it seems crazy not to, you know, we have Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, all these amazing tools to communicate with people all over the world. It'd be weird to not be able to use them. So, you know, make, make sure your you know company allows it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we've used the internet to, uh, recruit a lot of people and, um, you know, and, and build our business and build our brand too. You know, we just had a uh, an event in Orlando at the JW Marriott just this weekend, actually, and we had people there from Nigeria, from Serbia, from the UK, from Malaysia, um, all over Canada, all over the United States, and all of the people in the room were actually from different network marketing companies um, because this was just an industry event. So you can absolutely use the internet to communicate, to bring value, to help people, and recruit into your network marketing company for sure. Now, I know that you offer some amazing training programs. I was surfing around on your Facebook page and looking at some of the resources that you provide folks with. If you could, like, summarize in, like, you know, a three- or five-step success plan for folks, what should they do first, second, third, fourth to get on track for success, to model your success example? Well, um, there, there's a few things that, that we do and a few things that, that I would suggest. Um, number one, the very first thing is learn, learn communication, learn sales, learn closing, learn prospecting. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in any network marketing companies I've ever seen, they teach one thing and that is prospecting. They say, go out there and ask them, hey, do you keep your options open? Or, you know, hey, do you want a bottle of juice or whatever, right? They teach that that icebreaker. They teach that uh, prospecting. The problem is that's not what you should learn first. What you should learn first is closing. Yeah. What kind of closing question should you ask? Because, the, I mean, I, I've seen it. I've seen it where network marketers, they go, you know, hey, do you keep your options open when it comes to making money? And the person says, well, yeah. And then the person kind of looks at them blankly. <laughs> you know, oh, like, crap, I got a lead. What do I do now? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, where do I go from here? And so if you know proper closing techniques, you know, asking, you know, the questions, you know, why would you be open to a home-based business? What has recently changed in your life that, that has you open? Well, how, how do you mean uh, you don't like your job? What does that mean to you? Well, you know, how important is it for you to have a, you know, be able to afford an amazing wedding for your daughter? You know, there's, there's a lot of powerful questions that you can learn if you learn closing. So in closing, you know, I see a lot of people out there, they study how to get traffic, how to get leads, um, you know, all, all these different things. But if they can't close, they're going to be spinning their wheels. And so I've, I've invested in every single recruiting course I've, I've ever come across because I know that's my highest return on investment always. And if you become a good closer, 
anything you do with traffic or leads or prospecting, you'll you'll do better at. And so, you know, don't skimp on the recruiting training. That's something that's just so critical to your success. Um, I went in a direction online with blogging. I love blogging. It allows me to communicate with my audience on an almost daily basis. And the neat thing about blogging is, you know, those blogs sit out there. And it's just an online kind of diary, online kind of journal. And it sits out there um, forever. And so we get uh, a little bit over 2 million hits a month to our, to our blog. Um, a lot of people that, you know, become leads or buy different products on recruiting or blogging or, you know, or something else. And, uh, you know, those are, those are, you know, two suggestions as far as categories. And then um, you always want to be working on your mindset. And, you know, people tell me, oh, I don't need mindset training. Well, the way that you tell if you need mindset training or not is look at your results. Right. Look at the results in your relationships. Look at the results in your finances. And if they aren't where they where you want them, you need mindset training. <laughs> right, because the success you achieved is what you currently have. And if, if that isn't your definition of success, you got to change it for sure. That's right. Amen. This has been a wonderful discussion, and I'm so upset that our time together is almost over. So we'll have to have you on another show. But if folks want to read this blog and learn from your experiences, um, what kind of resources do you have, and where can folks find them? Sure. I mean, probably, probably the, the easiest is uh, just on my blog. It's uh, rayhigdon.com. That's R-A-Y-H-I-G. D O N and com, and on there I have a free giveaway. Um, one of the things that people struggle with is where to find people to talk to. I actually have a free audio download that's 29 sources of network marketing leads. Um, that's something that a lot of people has gotten benefit from and should certainly help you with. You know where to find people to talk to about your opportunity. Yay. Well, we love free stuff, and so we're glad that you are a part of the show and have great things to offer our listeners. And for those of you driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can find linky links to Ray Higdon's good stuff and all of our resources at Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned. We have so much more coming up on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We'll be right back with more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Like, has your cell phone or iPod ever totally run out of battery before? Maybe you're somewhere without power, like fishing, camping, or the beach. Now you can have all the power you need. The K3 Charger by Kinesis Industries uses wind and sun to charge your devices 
anytime, day or night. Use the wind and sun to store up charging power or charge your device right on the spot. Available now for $99.95 at www.kinesisindustries.com. That's Kinesis, K-I-N-E-S-I-S, industries.com. Like, go there totally. Greenback is your neighborhood lender for auto title loans. We offer fast and easy cash title loans for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Keep your car with title loans from $100 to $50,000. There are no year or mileage limits at Greenback. And we offer the cheapest rates in Arizona, guaranteed. For more information, visit GreenbackTitleLoans.com or call 480-926-6666. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, roll up the windows. I'm going to turn on the radio. This stuff sucks. Change it. Yeah, it does. There's got to be something decent on here somewhere. You're listening to Jeremy Shane, 102.5. Hey, how's that? There you go. No, never mind. I don't like that one. I couldn't care less what you think or Jeez, is that the only guy on the radio? Who is that? <laughs> That's Jeremy Shane. He's everywhere nowadays. Ooh, I like this one. Do you? Yeah, leave it there. Watch for the Cobalt Project by Jeremy Shane at jeremyshane.com. This is how it's gonna go. I'm leaving, leaving today. Nothing you can do. Nothing left to say. Welcome back to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, where we are having too much fun when it comes to talking about money management. I am flanked by a country music sensation, a Jeremy Shane Murphy. Yep, you still are. Yes. Like a bad cold, I just can't seem to shake. Oh, don't talk about that. Oh, oh, colds. Oh. Yes. Uh especially in summer colds, think. But uh, we're not having any summer colds because why? Because it is time for the keys to riches. We just do not have time to have a summer cold right now. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the broadcast. And the keys to riches is a baker's dozen of financial concepts that teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, Building wealth while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one key at a time, one week at a time. And we are on our final key for this season. Uh, and it's like it was our sweet 16. So holy smoke, sweet 16 and I didn't even get kissed. What's that? Anyway, uh, this week's key is to become a voracious reader. And while I think that we are pretty close to being the be-all, end-all, of successful money management because it is brain-based financial literacy. I know greater. I know that we are not. This is just the foundation for which you need to build your financial knowledge. And remember, knowledge is superfluous without application. So it's not about knowing. It's also about doing. 
But I wanted to share with you some fun facts about reading and why you should be doing more of it and my simple little technique to get you started. Most people, after they get out of school, are like, that's it, I'm never reading again. And the reading just begins. Don't you agree? Yeah. Uh, yes, because if you want to be successful in anything, you must read and be able to react. But reading does several things for us. Reading and specifically great writing. I'm not talking about some trashy blog that's talking about who's sleeping with who in Hollywood. Reading great writing does several things. First, it materially alters our brain structure. Imagine that. We read it. It's in there forever. It embeds in our subconscious. And even though we may not be able to recall it, Consciously, it's in there, and since it materially alters our brain structure, guess what? It improves us for the better. Uh, it also gives us the words we need to elevate our communication. Ever feel like you have a conversation, you're like, man, I couldn't remember what to say, or you think of something after you're away from the conversation? God, I could have said that. But when you read great writing, it gives you those tools to be able to call that on demand effortlessly, regardless of whether your emotions are engaged in the situation. And it also builds a warehouse of knowledge to expand your critical thinking skills. So the more you have in there, the more resources you can draw off of to be creative. And the last but certainly not least is that it connects us to our ideas. And when we get connected to our ideas, we get connected to others. And I know you, Jeremy Shane, were just sharing earlier about reading a particular work of fiction, but it connected you to your ideas and it made them more concrete, correct? Correct. And because I am a big fan of that particular piece of work, guess what? Uh, what? It connects us. Oh. Because now we have hmm. a common ground to hmm. communicate from. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty nifty, huh? So... In order to get you on the dime so you can start reading and improving yourselves, we have a fabulous strategy because like every key, we have a great strategy, right? So you know what this week's key is, our key strategy? It is to take five every day. You know what that stands for, Ms. Murphy? I bet you're going to tell us. I will. You are going to read something that you like. It can be fiction, nonfiction, whatever, but you've got to like it. And all you're going to do is spend either five minutes or five pages. And I'm going to give you whichever comes first. Because so if it takes me five minutes to read the shampoo bottle while I'm in the bathroom, does that count? That is not a work of fiction or nonfiction. I see you giggling. You're rather entertaining, but <clears throat> thanks for playing. No, shampoo bottles do not count. Uh, even if you figure out how to pronounce all of those crazy chemical names perfectly. But the purpose of this, especially if we don't have great reading skills, and that's probably why we shy away from it, then you're going to be on the five-minute mark. Just read for five minutes, but make sure it's something you like because what we're trying to do is engender the passion for reading. But reading does so many great things for us, and it's part of great brain health, and it staves off so many problems that are brain-based health-related issues as we get older. So if we start this now for five minutes and stop at five or stop at five pages, do not allow yourself to go over until you have ingratiated this habit fully. That's going to take forever to read the Bible. Yeah, but you know what? At some point, the, flip, the switch will flip and you will say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I have to read more faster. But the Bible may not be fiction, so I guess I can't read it. But it is a collection of stories. You are correct. 
So whether it is fiction or nonfiction, it kind of, depending on what side of the religious fence you fall on and whether or not you believe that there is a deity of choice, uh, you could consider it a piece of fiction if you are a non-believer. And you could consider it nonfiction if you were a believer. Right? You are correct. Perhaps. I mean, I don't know. I haven't ever thought of a religious work in that fashion. But whatever it is, it floats your boat. Five minutes or five pages until you get the habit down where you have to just start breaking the rules. But initially, just do that because you're trying to establish the pattern. And once you get the pattern in place, you can expand on it. But that's what we got to do. So that's it for this week's key. It's also it for this week's season. It's been so amazing. What an incredible summer we've had. We've had such great guests. We've learned such great things. We've done some awesome things with the website and unlockyourwealth.com. Our new brain-based financial literacy program is up and in full force. If you want to participate in that, just visit the website. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit UnlockYourWealthRadio.com where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio, I'm Heather Wackenhall. And I'm Jeremy Jane. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Oh, okay. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Shane Murphy. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.